like how our environment is actually shaped is breeding a lot of the health problems that our population is dealing with. Welcome to Intentional Living with Atusa. In this podcast, we talk about all topics of self-development, how to feel better, how to strengthen your mindset and your relationships, how to succeed in your goals, and more importantly, how to create a fulfilling and intentional life for yourself that is true to you. If you want to see me face-to-face as I'm talking, you can search up Intentional Living with Atusa on YouTube as well. Hey guys, so in this episode, we're going to be talking about the five things you can do that your future self is going to thank you for. The best way that you can live life is to constantly think about your death or constantly think about your old age. This might sound really grim, but it is the only way to really think about if your actions today is going to get you the life that you want to get many, many years down the line. If the actions today that you're taking are aligned with what you truly want and where you want to go. If you take your life day by day, you're not going to end up where you want to be. If you don't have a target for where you want to be, if you don't have a plan for where you want to go, you are going to end up somewhere that is definitely not going to be near what you want in life. This video is really inspired by the documentary on Netflix, How to Live to 100, which I 100% recommend. It is an amazing documentary. In this documentary, they basically highlighted the zones where there are the most people that are living up to 100 and that those people have the most vibrant lives and they go into those zones and they really study what are the things that is causing them to live a full vibrant life and these are a lot of the stuff that I pulled from that documentary to be able to really give you these five steps that is able to dramatically change the quality of your life and you can get to your 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 and live a full vibrant life and not be trapped in your vessel, not be in a lot of pain, not be in agony, not be able to move around freely and actually enjoy your life. I do believe that when you're going through life, it is important to think about your 100 year old self and make decisions that serve that 100 year old self, but also think about life like you won't make it till next year because sometimes we keep delaying actually enjoying our life. Some people keep delaying enjoying their life till retirement and then they die soon after. You want to make sure that you're doing things that are bringing enjoyment in your life, but also you want to do things for your long-term future in case you actually make it to that age. Now, what you gotta understand is that our environment is working against us. Everything that we've built for efficiency and the machines that we've created, the cars, everything is working against us now because it's making things so much easier. You can get everything delivered to you. You actually don't even need to leave your house and you can work from home and you actually do not need to have any movement in your life. So even though these things are really efficient, if you go through the path of least resistance, you are going to be comfortable, but start to create a really uncomfortable life for yourself. It's going to lead to a lot of diseases. It's going to lead to a lot of health problems. It is not going to be great. If you think about it, before there was any really machines created, you had to physically go and hunt. You had to physically go make your food. You had to do so much stuff with your body that you were constantly moving your body. The sedentary lifestyle that is an option for us now is going to lead to a lot of problems, but also having foods that are healthy be more expensive and not really having a lot of healthy options around when you go to fast food restaurants or you go to restaurants but also other things in our environment like having a lot of fast food around and like junk food being cheaper and easier to access than healthy foods how our environment is actually shaped is breeding a lot of the health problems that 
our population is dealing with. So I want to go through the five categories of your life that you could pay attention to and really take care of and balance in your life. Because if you don't pay attention to one of these categories, it's really going to negatively impact the quality of your life that you're going to have. Maybe not today, but definitely years and years down the line. So the first one I want to talk about is diet. It's what you put in your body. It's going to really help make sure that your vessel makes it through old age and you're able to still move around comfortably and that you're still able to use your body well. Whatever diet plan that you want to choose, it is important to just make sure that you are leaning more towards unprocessed foods, maybe an 80-20 of 80% unprocessed, 20% processed foods if you want that balance. Or things like learning to eat until you're 80% full, not needing to overeat, not needing to consume so many calories. The problem with a lot of the fast foods or the junk foods is that they make the food so palatable and the way that they make it, they make it so that you overconsume calories and you keep craving for more. So it ends up adding a lot of calories to your day when you can eat a lot of unprocessed foods and not have that many calories. So really moving towards having the belief that food is just medicine for your body and to really fuel your body versus using food as a way to create pleasure for yourself or to solve for boredom or sadness or everything in between that we use food for when it really is just kind of nourishment, fuel, medicine for our body so that it's able to operate well. The second category that is really important is exercise or movement, like having daily movement. And again, like the machines that have been created for our convenience has caused us to naturally live a very sedentary lifestyle. So really getting yourself to go on walks, getting yourself to whatever like way that you want to move your body, whether that's actually through the gym, whether that's through running or hiking, whether that's through doing sports, whether that's through gardening. What the documentary found was a lot of these places that had a very long lifespan, people were just doing things manually. They weren't as advanced when it came to using machines and tools to be able to do their daily tasks, but they were doing everything by hand. You don't necessarily have to do that because we have advanced. So what you can do instead is actually learn ways to enjoy moving your body in whatever way that is fun for you. The third category is your relationships. The quality of your life is determined by the quality of the relationships that you have. Relationships are going to add so much value to your life. And I know with like introverts, sometimes it's hard to believe this. I used to be a huge introvert. And the more that I learned to just love people, the more that I've learned to be myself around people, the more that I can just build those relationships and see how much of a benefit it really has on my life to be around so many amazing people that I truly love. There was this book called The Five Regrets of the Dying, where a palliative care nurse actually was spending a lot of time with people that were on their deathbeds. And one of the regrets that they had was, I wish I kept in touch with friends. And what happens a lot of times as we grow up and as we're maybe meet our significant other and we start building a family together, we start to sometimes socially isolate ourselves and focus a lot more on our immediate family and not really keep in touch with other family members or friends. And what happens is that as we get older, sometimes when we didn't keep in touch with, all relationships do need nurturing. All relationships need time and attention. You can't just expect to have those relationships be there and be strong if you are not putting any effort towards it. 
But years down the line, let's say that maybe if you're and your significant other are broken up or if your kids grow old and they move out, you can be in old age and not have any friends or family or if your significant other dies, it can be really hard to be able to have a lot of meaning purpose in life and really enjoy your life when you don't have a lot of people around you that love you and care about you and care if you're alive. So you want to make sure that you're constantly really feeding your nourishing your relationships. And even though we live in a busy world, it's so important to prioritize the people in your life, prioritize the relationships in your life over everything else, because that is going to truly create the most fulfillment in your life. Now, there's an article from the CDC, the Center of Disease and Control Prevention, that really highlights how social isolation and loneliness leads to a lot of health problems and early death. Here it says that socialization is associated with 50% more increased risk of dementia, um, 29% risk of heart disease, 32% risk of stroke, higher rates of depression, anxiety, suicide, and socialization significantly increased a person's risk of premature death from all causes. So there was a 2014 study found in the Journal of Public Health that mentioned that people whose spouses had died, they had a 66% higher chance of dying also within the next three months of their spouse dying. And the biggest part is that is the social isolation is someone who you feel so connected to and you know is there and loves you and cares if you're alive is gone now. So you, what you want to do is build a network of relationships and friendships and people that truly love and care for you and spend time with those people and make sure that you always have them as support throughout your entire course of your life. You don't want to overly depend on one person or your media family. You want to have those network of people to lean on if something really hard is happening if you do not end up having your family for support. If you are getting value out of this episode, I really appreciate it if you gave this channel a review so that you can really reach more people, it can impact more lives. The fourth category is really learning how to manage your state of emotion or how to manage even your stress. Having a lot of stress and having your body be in a stress response can cause a lot of diseases and it can cause premature death as well. You can direct yourself more to not be in a state of constant stress or fear or anxiety and learn to be able to utilize your emotions to actually live the life that you want. If you don't learn how to manage your state, you're going to spend the rest of your life reacting to the world instead of actually actively living the life that you want to live. So some of the ways that you can manage your state is learning thought work, being aware of your thoughts, learning to be able to direct your thoughts, which is what coaching is. Learning to use your physiology to change your state. So how you would feel if you are all slumped over and like breathing shallow is going to be different as when you actually sit up you're breathing deep like when it comes to meditation and you're focusing on your breathing and you feel a lot calmer you're using your physiology to be able to change your state from a stressed response to a lot calmer response so learning to use your physiology to change your state but also your thoughts your beliefs your emotions and learning how to direct those as well. So what's really important for stress management is also learning to accept the world as is. So 
really not resisting how the world works. I have been really learning how to accept reality and it has reduced the amount of stress that I feel on a day-to-day basis. But when I try to kind of share that with people, they're like, no, but it shouldn't be like this. Like I'm going to use an example of bad drivers on the road and people having road rage. And someone saying that like they shouldn't have done that. Like they get really angry and riled up about that. But that's just how the world is. Like there will never be 100% good drivers on the road. So if we were to go every single day and keep stressing about drivers that are not good, it's almost like kind of silly of us because it's going to keep happening over and over and over again. So that's just how the world is. The more that you resist how the world works, the more stress that you're going to have in your life. And the second thing that is going to really help with being able to manage your stress and manage your state is to take responsibility for things in your life. If you're constantly assigning responsibility for where your life's at, for how you're feeling, for what you've done to other things, to um, your significant other, to your family, to the government, to the world, then you're never going to feel in control. You're going to be in a state of constant stress and anger and resentment because you think that your power lies outside of you. So if you couldn't accept responsibility that where you're at in life, how you're feeling, what you're doing is because of you alone, then you can really change your life and you cannot be stressed all the time. So the fifth and the really, really important one is your work and contribution to the world. So this can look in a way of having an actual job or career, or it can look in a way of some sort of volunteering mission that you can do to contribute to the world, to really leave the world better than you found it. And it's not only going to help the world and the people around you, but it is going to add so much to your life you're going to be the one that is going to feel fulfilled and amazing in your life and have a sense of purpose and passion. It's not about just giving stuff and it's going to be depleted out of you. You're going to add so much value to your life when you learn to give the most, when you learn to contribute the most, when you learn to really help the people around you. So there's a term ikagi, which is a Japanese word that It's basically a combination of doing what you love and what you're good at and what the world needs and what you can get paid for. What they found in the documentary is that with one of these blue zones where there's a lot of people that are living to 100, what they did was really focus on their ikagi and they elderly people that were 80, 90, 100, they were not like they didn't just stop working. They were constantly contributing and the They didn't have a word for retirement because they didn't believe in retirement because you want to constantly contribute. You want to have, as long as you're alive, you want to have a sense of purpose and contribution in the world because if you do not have that, it's almost like, what is the point of living? I really do believe in the concept of not retiring. It doesn't have to be the job that you have right now that you're working at, but having constantly having something that you're contributing to, whether it's paid, whether it's not paid, and really keeping that going for the rest of your life. If you were to retire and really dream about doing nothing all day and you think that will be the most amazing thing, you're not gonna live a life that is going to be really fulfilling and vibrant and give you the passion and purpose to want to live past like 100 years. You want to constantly have a sense of purpose in your life to drive you, to get you out of bed and to have you keep going. 
I really hope that this video has been able to give you some perspective and make you reconsider some of the decisions that you're making and some of the focuses that you have right now so that you can live a life that is long, full, vibrant. So just to quickly recap, the first category was your diet, your nutrition, what you put in your body. The second category was actually exercise and movement in your daily routine. The third category was the relationships that you're nurturing and that the network of support that you're creating for yourself. The fourth category is your state management and the way that you're going to deal with stress in life. The fifth category is your work and contribution in the world, your ikagi, doing something that is going to bring you passion and fulfillment and it's going to leave the world better than you found it if you have any feedback or comments make sure you follow me on instagram and message me there it's going to be at, at coach atusa c-o-a-c-h-a-t-o-o-s-a i will see you next week with another episode bye